I don't think the name really is that important at the very, very beginning when you're starting out, because what matters is if you, I'm talking for software, you get a, something that works, something that people enjoy, people are going to benefit from. And of course, you want to make sure that those customers are going to get the result that you promised. And it's not just going to be a great name gimmick that is not going to do anything for your online business. This is James Schramko. James Schramko here. Welcome back to my podcast. This is episode 949. Today, we're talking about what is involved in a name change. And for this, I brought along my friend, John Lint. Hello, John. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Now, this is the part where I'd normally say from 10xpro.io, but I can't say that this week because you have changed the name of your platform right. to Click. Yes. So I want to find out a little bit more about that. And I, obviously, I've changed the name of my podcast from Superfast Business to James Schramko. So I thought we'd just have a quick little chat about some of the things that would be involved for someone who's thinking about changing names, you know, if they should be scared about it, or if, if they think they're crazy or not, what might motivate them to do it. Just a few little pointers. So I'm hoping you could share a couple of insights with us and I'll share a couple and, and we'll see where we go. Sure. No problem. So in your case, I think your platform has been through a couple of name changes over its lifetime. How long has the platform been around? Well, if we look at when we initially started to build things that we can say since 2012, we've been doing things based on this platform. First, it started as a platform for myself to be able to do uh, online marketing stuff like building pages and creating funnels. And actually, in fact, we were the first funnel builder out there because I wanted a solution to be able to quickly deploy a launch funnel, a webinar funnel, a sales funnel. And I had uh, contact with developers. I had my own developers because we were uh, building things. And um, I said, hey, listen, I'm tired of creating those pages from scratch. I want a tool. And these are the pages I want to develop. So that's how it started. And then it, it evolved because more and more people you know, asked about it. Some people wanted access to it. So um, yeah, it, it went from there. And uh, we kept on adding new features. And now it's a full-on all-in-one platform that allows you to, as you know, to create courses, sell them online, deploy funnels, create pages, accept payments online, do automation, advanced automation and segmentation and all that stuff that as my business grew, as we received more clients feedback and start to work with different types of uh, marketers from people just starting out to people who were really doing seven figures or even eight figures at some point, you know, it's just evolved. That's why, uh, you know, the name was before 10x pro is because um, yeah get started fast but also be able to take your business to the next level and now our name is click which is kleq.com just more brandable more um let's say modern and uh, that allows us to expand uh, our market um, and reach a, a wider audience that's what we believe i love it so basically over 10 years yeah i think you had a couple of names mm-hmm. and you've ended up with a, obviously it's a very desirable brandable premium domain I mean, you would have probably had to pay for a domain like that. Would you have done that in the very beginning or is that something that happens later on? No, I I don't think that matters at all. Um, At the beginning, I mean, that's my position, you know, and uh, at the beginning, especially when you're doing software, you know, software takes a lot of time, a lot of money to be able to build something that's decent to bring it to market. And um, yeah, you have to pick a name. Ideally, you pick something right off the bat that is good. But uh, it depends how you release it to the market. Of course, if you're going to be doing a hyped up, you know, a bunch of gurus promoting your stuff or whatever, you're trying to do some corporate thing and 
you want a good brand so you can do all this advertising. That's one way of doing it. Another way of doing it is kind of like you're bootstrapping it and uh, you are building it based on the feedback of your community, which is what we've been doing since day one. The only reason we grew is because of the community we've built and the fact that we're always listening to our customers and we're always adding features nonstop. We're probably the best platform out there in terms of how many features we develop based on our clients' feedback. And our track record is unmatched compared to any platform uh, you can ask our customers. And uh, the rule has always been the same since day one. If we have a feature request that can help most of our members, we will prioritize this to the point that maybe it's going to be done in the next two, three months, uh, if not faster in some cases. And I think you've been a witness of that based on the features that you requested. So yeah, I don't think the name really is that important at the very, very beginning when you're starting out, because what matters is if you, I'm talking for software, you get a, something that works, something that people enjoy, people are going to benefit from. And of course, you want to make sure that those customers are going to get the result that you promised. And it's not just going to be a great name gimmick that is not going to do anything for your online business. Our uh, mission was always a great platform that you can use that you can get started. If you're just starting out, you will get started with that. But as you grow as a marketer and you want to do more, well, you won't have to buy something else. You won't have to, you know, listen to this guy promoting whatever product. And that's why I built Click to be able to do that so that you don't have to worry. You want to grow your business? That's okay. Get started. You want to start doing launches, webinars? You want to do automation, segmentation? You want to do quizzes? You want to do fire share when you're ready? Whenever you're ready, those features will be there for you. You want to do a membership site. You want to do a forum. You want to add private chat. You want to do all these things. You want to do a live chat. You can. It's there whenever you're ready. So that was our mission. So start with that. Start with your thing. Pick a name that you like and that some of your customers, you know, maybe the founders think, okay, it's good. If it's good enough, I'm not saying pick something bad. I'm saying something decent that at least matches the promise of the software, of your product, of your brand, and then go for it. But of course, it does matter if you want to then open up some markets, you want to do something more, you want to make it easier. Like for us, having a .com was important and having a good name that was .com was important. So in that case, you can, like we did, and you have done many times as well, you just, you know, review, pick a better name maybe, and then make the changes to then rebrand whenever you're ready. And as, you know, if we think about the pricing, yeah, I wouldn't have paid that at the beginning. Yeah. So I think there's a lot there, John. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get with me that's what you get with me man so comes up for sorry it. that you can't change me no no i'm just like i'm trying to go three topics back here i think one of the first things you mentioned is being a veteran of the software space in this category there's always new entrants coming to the market often with cool names and they're promoted by the big time trendy marketers yeah but what they're missing and this is my experience they're missing that depth the quality of the service and I think you said something, you kind of skimmed over it, but I really want to labor on this. The deep integration, deep versus shallow. That's where I think your product is different. And, and that's where I think the big story here, and I think it's the same for me when I changed from super fast business to jamesramco.com, is you started your software, you're bootstrapping and you wanted to create a tool for yourself and you wanted to be able to do things 10 times easier and 10 times faster. Yeah. But what I think's happened is you've moved past that brand phase. You've matured into just this mm. quality product that's been around for a decade that does the things you need it to do. It does it well, and it's extremely well supported. I think Click is a more grown-up, mature name. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think in my case, when I started, 
I wanted to do things quickly. I, I had a job when I started my business, super fast business. I still had a job. I wanted to be online fast. I, I needed to get going. But I realized over time, it's not just about speed. Right. And the more I slow down now and the more I'm specifically focusing on just the right things, so, you know, as I 64 for it in my own sort of codec, I'm realizing it's about sustainability and quality and a high level of service. So I think you and I have very similar brand values. Mm-hmm. I came from Mercedes-Benz. I know you came from a very high-level hospitality school and went through like five-star service background. You know what it's like to deliver a great experience for people. So your brand grew up, my brand grew up, and hence the names changed. Now, you and I both had another thing happen to us, which might be a reason to change names. It certainly happened to me, and I'm wondering if you think it happened to you because I think it did, but... I don't know if you've thought about this much. A big company, British Telecom, in the UK started promoting their high-speed internet service and they set up a division called Superfast Business. Oh, wow. And Mm -hmm. they set up (laughs) superfastbusiness.co.uk. They started doing workshops. They set up a YouTube channel. They started putting all this social stuff. Now, I had only trademarked Australia at that time and the US Mm. and I couldn't stop them from using that name. Mm. Every time I'd go to to London to speak or to meet my clients, so some of them, people would be confused. They say, oh, what's your business? I'd say super fast business. They're like, oh, wow, that's impressive. (laughs) They keep seeing all these ads and billboards and stuff. But it was starting to bury my brand a bit. Obviously, I outmarketed them and could control the rankings to some extent, but it was definitely brand confusion. Yeah. Now, in your case, there are some people who have built a big brand off 10x. I started seeing 10x conferences and 10x on airplanes and stuff. I don't know if there's any confusion or branding, but I don't know if you feel like I do, but when there's other instances or, of my brand or parts of my brand out there, I kind of feel like I, I want my own lane. I want to stay in my own lane. And I think from where I sit, I think it's really nice for you to not have that old brand versus the new brand. I love the new brand a lot. I think it's a winning move. I'm curious because it's been a little bit of time elapsed since you changed. Two questions. Right. One, was it technically difficult to change? Like, is it a headache? And two, have you seen any positive or negative result since changing? Yeah. So in terms of uh, positive results, yeah, for sure. You know, um, a great feedback from people, uh, easier to remember, easier to use. Traffic has picked up, things like that. So yeah, overall, very happy with it. And uh, in terms of technical, uh, obviously, I don't want to be too technical here in terms of everything we've done. But yeah, if you want to do something like that, you need to work with someone who is technically oriented. I'll second that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, because to do it correctly, you're going to have to do changes to the database. So if already that word is like too much, which is going to be for a lot of people, which is normal, it's going to be a problem. But ideally you want to be able to run queries on your database and be able to say if, and which is just a simple thing. If you find this word, change it to that. And that is actually one of the big tips if you're thinking about this. For example, if you're using your brand name as in your file names, like for example, in a video, right? Don't do that. Don't do that because otherwise it's going to be harder for you to change. If you are able to separate things like the URLs have your domain name and your domain name is your brand, right? For example, in our case, KLEQ.com, that's the URL. I will never, because I learned this now, I will never put KLEQ 
in any of my, for example, video files. Like, you know, sometimes we're like, okay, uh, KLEQ um, overview, right? Let's say it's an overview video, right? And you know, so we always do that. We put the name of our thing and then whatever. And we put in the file name of something. And that is a problem because then if you do a query that says, if you find the old brand name, change it to the new one, that query might also change it in file names of a video and that would break the videos. So you don't want that. If you're able to separate, this is my biggest tip, by the way. And the yeah. reason I'm sharing that is, and it's a bit technical, is because it took us hours, right? Hours and days to figure out. I'm just thinking I, I can never change my name right? again because it was easy going from super fast business to James Ramco. But if I wanted to change that name, yeah, it's just going to ruin my name. My name must be mentioned many, many times right. on my side, right, right. right? Probably some of our files. So yeah. that is a tremendous insight. And I'll, I'll speak to your point. You absolutely have to get technical help. You helped me with the back part of my website because the back part of jamesramco.com is now run on click.com. Yeah. And you helped us with where we need to point things and what we need to do. And we had some discussions around it. And the average marketer does not understand this at a technical level. And you had to explain it to me. And then we had to work with my own team for the top part of the site. And once we got it done, it was actually really minor, the shift of brand. For us, it was very positive. Yeah. We had an instant burst in podcast downloads and uh, celebration. The clients were very excited about it. I did a post explaining why we changed the name, mm-hmm. and I recommend people do that. I recommend people communicate the change, like what caused the change, why is it changing, and what is it now? Where I've seen this go terribly wrong was someone changed their name of their email service provider to a name that they ended up having to move away from. So you've always got to check where you're going. If you can possibly get a trademark, if you can just check that it doesn't have some tribal meaning or it's a bad word in a mm. different language, that some of these things can happen Okay, because you, you don't want to go and then have to come back. But if you do go and come back and you do it fairly quickly, I think it's not the end of the world. So yeah, that's something to keep in mind. It, that's the big risk that you go and then you have to come back. Yeah. You get a bit of egg on your face. It's not ideal. It does happen. So we can talk about that. Yeah. We yeah. can talk about that um, because that was important. Very. And you were part of, of the process. Obviously we trademarked our new name Yep. and you want to do that if you do it. And ideally you kind of want to make sure that your trademark application is all filled up or ready to go or activate. And that can take a few months. So I would definitely recommend you just do that as well. You start using the new name, but not fully, like you don't replace your existing name. You wait for your applications to be approved and filed and all that. And then you can go with it because the worst thing will be to have to come back because maybe something happens in the trademark application. You never know. Or someone opposes it or you get a headache. So that's number one. Going back to the technical things, because I want to share some three tips that are really important for anyone thinking about that. Mm -hmm. Now, again, you don't have to be technical. Like you don't have to do this yourself. That's what I'm saying. You just hire someone on Fiverr, on Upwork. All we're sharing is actually basic things that any person who is a bit of a developer, it's very easy for them. Like the query stuff about the database for any developer is very easy for them to do. So it's not going to cost you a fortune, right? We're not talking about developing a software. It's just doing queries in a database. And if you don't know uh, how to, I don't know them. I had to ask my developer to, okay, well, how do we do that? How do we do a find and replace? And then he did it, right? So I, I don't know how to do it. So that's the next point. And also in terms of, if you're thinking about doing this in the future, like you're starting with a name and you're thinking maybe in the future, then follow those tips I'm sharing. Like 
make sure you don't have any file name with the existing brand. Don't do that. And there's an order of difficulty in terms of data. So the easiest one is database stuff. If it's in the database, like a text thing in the database, it's super easy. A little query is change, right? What's the next level? And what I mean by that is, for example, if you're creating pages and you're putting the word super fast business in that page, and it's very easy to just do a query, you run it, every single page on your website that has that word can be replaced. Super easy. So it's instant, boom, all the pages are done. So text, super easy. The next thing is an image. So ideally, if you can, don't put your brand name on an image if you don't really have to. Of course, your logo, you will have to. And, and it generally shouldn't, because unless it's a logo, that wouldn't be correct procedure anyway, right? If it's a picture of a surfboard, it would be you know, red surfboard, red and yellow surfboard. Right. But, you know, some people go overboard and they start putting their name everywhere. Right. So don't do that. And then the next level of difficulty, which is the most difficult one, and I'm still working on it. And you, too, uh, you're going to have to make a decision. is video. Like if you have if you're mentioning the brand name a lot, a lot in the video, then don't be like me where I talk a lot, as you guys notice. Um, but <laughs> just mention the name maybe only once at the beginning, because then it makes a very quick edit. If you need to edit all your videos, then you can easily edit that part out. Otherwise, if you're mentioning your brand every single two seconds, like I used to do, um, then it becomes a problem and you're going to have to redo that video if you really want to keep it. Or you're going to have to have a message in your page that says, hey, this was recorded when the name was this, blah, blah, blah. So think about those things uh, because it's important and it, it makes it difficult. The third part, which is super easy, but if you don't know, you're going to stress out about it because I get this question all the time in terms of preserving SEO rankings mm. and URLs. For example, in your case, James, uh, you had a podcast for a long time. You had a lot of links. Well, it was like some serious SEO traffic. A lot of SEO. I mean, like super fast business, yeah. A lot of links coming to you, or websites linking to you using the old URL, the old domain name. And we want to make sure that you keep this valid, meaning that if I were to type superfastbusiness.com slash John in the past, I would have landed on a John page. Maybe, I don't know. I'm just making it up. But you want now to people to land on jameshranko.com slash John, right? So you want to preserve that. It seems like it's a nightmare to do. It's actually super easy. You can even use free tools like cloudflare.com. You set up and you can now, just giving it to you guys as a tip, Ask a developer, ask a technical guy to do it if you don't know how to do it, but they will know how to do it super easy. You know, we did it in two seconds, but it's something called page rules. In Cloudflare, think about page rules. It's basically a rule that you said, if they try to go to the old domain name and they put anything else after the domain name, I want to redirect them with a 301 redirect, which is a Google-friendly redirect, by the way, which is SEO-preserving redirect telling Google, hey, Google, now update your stuff because this is the new domain name, right? Very good, very important. But now you create that rule. So now you know that anyone trying to go to the old website, they land on the new website. Any page on the old website, they land on that same correct page on the new website. Extremely important. Very easy for any technical guy to do it, but something to think about. Is that, like, is that also called a wildcard? Yeah, exactly. You yeah. use wildcards to make sure it matches everything. We did that. You know, like mm -hmm. my old forum used to be Fast Web Formula. And then it became super fast business, and now it's James Shramko. Mm -hmm, so the mm -hmm. exact same posts have lived over three domains. That's right. My podcast used to be Internet Marketing Speed. It then became super fast business, and now it's James Shramko. Yeah. So I'm actually on my third domain. I think you're on your third domain for the current business in yeah. since 2009. So that's yeah, it's it's quite a long time. <laughs> it used to be super fast results in 2009. So there you go. So I've had four, four or five. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to change my My main point of this episode, don't be afraid to change the name of your business if it's no longer serving you for the business that you have. Get the help of someone technical. There will be some difficult decisions. I, I left my old YouTube channel, my old Instagram. I just forget about them and I start again on my personal domain. Mm. There's some things you can't just change the name, but there's a lot of things you can. You can with your website. I know you just changed it for a click client. You just changed the whole brand for them. They told me about it this morning on a coaching call and it happened for them within a couple of hours. Yeah. It can be that easy. The earlier you realize that you have to change names, probably get into it. Don't leave it years and years and years. Yeah. And as John and I have both experienced, it's worth protecting yourself with a trademark if possible, if you can afford it. And yeah. Hopefully it goes well for you. And I'm excited about click.com. I think it's a great name. I love the platform. Still super classy out there. I mean, we hear a lot of bright, shiny stuff, but it's the real deal. I appreciate what you've done. Thanks for um, backing your product for the next phase of its life with a name that befits it. Mm. And uh, I hope we'll get you back on a few more episodes. I know you've got so much to talk about. Sure, no problem. Thanks, John. Thank you. It's John there from click.com. That's spelled K-L-E-Q.com. Go check it out. This is episode 949. We're putting it up on jamesramco.com. If you've got any questions about changing your domain name or changing your website, just flick me an email or post where this post goes up and I'll be happy to raise it on a future episode. This is James Shramko. 